get home with Sarah and Tennille. I don't know if you could hear that in the background, Sarah, but Robert Cray, he is singing the 1040 blues. He said he hates taxes, plain and simple. <laughs> I think a lot of people would identify with it. Well, it's January 31st, and so whether we hate taxes or not, it's just about time to deal with them in one way or another. That's right, and we have brought in an expert today that we have had on our show before. Yes, normally we have him just as the season is starting to wrap up, and he's usually really tired and flustered, <laughs> but we've got him at the beginning of the season because we got a lot to unpack this year. That's right, so uh, we want to thank Jim. Joey Jeter for joining us today. Joey Jeter works for Cowart Reese and Sargent as the managing shareholder in Brownsville, Tennessee. So, jo Joey, thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. Joey's really smart. And you know what? We need somebody smart, Joey. And we're glad you're here today because there's lots to talk about with this tax talk here. And I just want to start with stimulus money because that's been the hot topic. And I we've talked about stimulus funds more in the past few months than we have ever. So there's still some people out there didn't get stimulus or they got part of the stimulus, didn't get all of it. Are there steps that they're going to have to take at this point if they did not get their stimulus money that's tax related? What needs to be done now? Well, to really there's a couple ways of handling getting your stimulus payments if you haven't received them yet. The, the easiest thing to do is file your 2020 tax return um, and you can claim that credit that wasn't received on on that tax return um, the 2020 tax return you can get the first and the second statement and on this 2021 tax return if you haven't gotten the third statement you can get the credit on that tax return Oh, so we're going to have to deal with two different returns. If I, if one of the first two I didn't get, I've got to go back and do the 2020 return. I can't do that on the 2021 return. Correct. Okay. Yeah. That's good information. Very good information. So yeah, there's been a lot of issues with these stimulus payments on, like you said, they're not, the partial payments has been the biggest concern because the based on the 2019 and the 2018 tax return was filed. Okay. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely. So you've given people a good place to start with that. Um, another question comes along with unemployment issues. A lot of people file for unemployment for the first time in mm -hmm. 2021. Um, is that mm -hmm. money taxed the same as a paycheck? Yes, in 2020, with the, you know, with everything being shut down and people not going to work, there was the, the federal government gave a, what they called a, um, an exemption for your first $10,200 of your unemployment income. But in 2021, that benefit was not extended and it will be taxed just as it, as it was the regular paycheck. Okay. A lot of people may not realize that. I, I, I'm hoping that they do, but I'm, I'm worried that they probably don't. Okay. So just to clarify, if I got unemployment, then I may be looking at a tax liability for that income unexpectedly. You could. Now, unemployment does allow you to withhold federal withholding from that money. So hopefully some taxes work withheld. And you've got some paid in. Did I have to take steps in order for that to happen? 
I'm sorry, say again, Tanel. Did I have to take steps for that to happen, or did they do it automatically? I know, usually you would have to, to check a box or something like that to oh. tell them to, to withhold. <laughs> okay, okay. So let's talk a little bit about the advanced child tax credit because that was a hot button topic this year as well. So many families were getting that for their children. Um, I don't know, $250 or $300, depending on the child's age or something like that. Um, first yeah. of all, is that something that's going to cause a reduction in tax refunds this spring for some of those families? Unfortunately, it, it looks like it probably will. Mm -hmm. um, the, as you said, the, the tax credit was increased uh, 3, 000, from 2,000 to 3,000 child that's six years and older, and from 2,000 to 3,600 per child that's under six years old. Uh, what they've done, though, they've taken half of that credit and paid it to the families. Uh, over over half a year, you're losing half of that credit. So when you file the tax return for 2021, instead of having a $2,000 credit for two children, you're going to have either $1,500 or $1,800 credit. Um, so that is $500 less um, per child uh, over six and, and 200 less child under six. So it could be, you know, depending on the number of children on the tax return, it could be a possible reduction. Okay. So my refund may not be as large as what I've seen in the past because I got some of that child tax credit in advance. Correct. Correct. And the child tax credit was, was paid out hoping to keep the get the economy going and they were trying to get more money out of uh, yeah. uh, into the economy. Yeah, I still got the money. Yeah, you just got it sooner than... I got it sooner <laughs> in smaller amounts instead right. of the, the one right. large lump. Right, you got it. You just got it in a different time frame than you right. typically do. Right. Okay, okay. Yeah, so that's good to, good to realize though. Mm -hmm. um, we talk about earned income tax credit every year. Um, and typically direct that towards people that have children. Have there been any changes to the earned income tax credit that make, um, you know, childless people eligible for that credit? Uh, you know, usually I typically don't deal a lot with earned income tax credit, but there were some changes this year that are going to broaden the scope of who can, uh, who can apply for, um, if you're 19, well, there's temporary changes and there's permanent changes to earned income credit. The two temporary changes are if you're 19 years or older and you're not a student, you can qualify for earned income credit. Um, if you're a student, you must be 24 to qualify for. Um, so you don't necessarily have children for this temporary um, change in law. And there's also, if your 2021 income is less than you made in 2019, you can use your 2019 income to calculate your earned income credit. Oh. So I, I'm thinking that's going to open up some more people to, to claim this credit. 
Definitely. I didn't know well, that. Wow. Okay, wait a minute. Let me review that and make sure I understand. <laughs> if, if your income was less in 2021 than it was mm -hmm. in 2020. 2019. And 19. 19. Mm -hmm. Then the, you can use your 2019 return. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's I've, not, I've not done this in practice yet, so I have no real idea how it works. <laughs> well, that's okay. We're, we're, we're glad to know that, you know, these are some of the changes. We're getting updated on some things there, so. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Okay. Well, I want to talk about federal student loan payments. And I, there are a lot of people that want to talk about federal student loan payments. But um, they've been on pause along with the interest uh, that comes along with them. So for many people, they claim the interest that they pay every year on their student loans, on their taxes. How is this change going to affect filing our taxes? So with this... Um grace period, I guess they're calling it, mm -hmm. um, for lack of a better word. Mm -hmm. they, they haven't done much change other than they still cash for $2,500 that you can deduct. But if you haven't paid anything in there, you're not going to get a deduction. So it, it could, you know, increase yeah. your tax liability not not having that deduction. Yeah. Okay. I think that's important for a lot of our listeners to know those that do have federal student loans and repayment that have been on pause and they have not made payments, which they hadn't been required to make payments. Um, that's a deduction that you won't be able to have this time if you haven't paid any interest in. Okay. So that's just something we want to get out there. Yes. Definitely. So continuing the student loan conversation mm -hmm. um there is ongoing discussion about student loan forgiveness most notably recently being that public service loan forgiveness program is kind of it's changing and being promoted more so if people find themselves forgiven for their student loan balances is this considered taxable income you're in, we're talking about this public service loan forgiveness correct yes mm-hmm so, so the, yeah. So the federal government said, if you are, if, if you qualify for this and you do get your student loans deducted from the program, it is not, it's not considered income, and you're not subject to tax. Okay. Okay. You just so got like a, a, a good this bump in this room. Right <laughs> <here>. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, this is something that I know people have been really, uh, you know, pondering. You know, student loan forgiveness yes. can help a lot of people going forward, but there's the concern about a large tax bill uh, if that's considered yes. income. So that's something that I'm glad we were able to clear up for a lot of our listeners yes. today. It is, but there, there's a there's a bunch of things you've got to you know have to check the box to qualify. For right? Yeah, yeah. It's not an automatic. No, yeah. no, mm -hmm. no. I mean, I think you've got to make 120 payments. Um, which, if you, I did see that if you uh, even use this pause period, even though you didn't make those payments, that would count to that 120. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, well, another thing that was going on a lot in 2021 were homes being sold. <laughs> my, I think we did a complete flip in my subdivision. Of, you know, we're 90% new people now. Not 90, but a lot. Close to it. Yes, yeah. a whole lot. And a lot of people sold their homes at a price that was higher than the home was even worth and the asking price, which is good for them. 
Um, what effect, if any, does this have on um, our taxes? If we were one of those lucky families that sold a home for <laughs> way above what it was worth, does that affect our taxes at all? Well, um, it's possible that it could. Mm -hmm. if, if it's a personal residence and you've lived in there for two years, or at least three of the past five years, as your personal residence, and if you're single and you had a gain of $250,000 or less, or you're married and filing jointly and it's $500,000 or less gain, then there will be no tax consequences there. Okay. Now, if you, bought, if you bought a house and fixed up and flipped it in six months, then yeah, there's going to be some mm. some tax liability. Okay. But if it's personal, it should be fine. Hmm. Well, that's good news for a lot of home buyers. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting to see a number of those this year. I bet so. I bet that'll be interesting mm -hmm. to see what, you know, rolls out with people. Yeah. Okay, so we've talked about a lot of changes or potential changes for people this tax filing season. And, you know, a lot of people just choose to do their own taxes at home if it's real simple. They don't have a lot of deductions or those kinds of things. Though they do it online, do it themselves. Can you think of some specific situations over the last year or so that may, you may encourage people to seek out a professional to help them with their taxes? I mean, just off the top of my head, these, these few things that we've talked about already would kind of give me pause to make sure I'm at least getting uh, the money that I'm, you know, I'm entitled to. Mm, that's uh, right. Stimulus payment certainly are one of the biggest uh, yeah. head scratchers, I guess. The, the child tax credit this year is going to be uh, uh, complicated, to say the least. Um, the, the IRS is sending out uh, letters, and I've seen, I've had a few folks bring some in, so at least being circulated out there. That should help some, but it, it, it's just a lot going on. And hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of changes. And if you're not sure, you're right, like seek, seek some professional help. You don't want to miss money that is yours. Certainly. I mean, you're, you're probably not talking about a huge increase in the difference in price that you're paying for the service but you could be leaving a lot of money out on the table and we do not like to leave money <laughs> on the table no. that's it not does. what we do <laughs> well i learned a lot today just from these few minutes we've been talking yeah it's given me some things a couple of things to look into and think about so joey thank you for always joining us at tax season and kind of letting us know what direction we need to go in um you got me headed in a lot of different directions this year i don't quite know what to do next <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, I just appreciate 